0: This is the happy hour. You guys know the happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And then Alvarez Perez Cleary. C is for chunk. <laughs> Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting. A 93.7 a ticket and the ticket FM.com. Into the show. Happy Wednesday. This is the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, The theticketfm.com. Nick and Rico joining you as usual after we got done telling a couple of uh, fun high school stories from our high school athletic days. Yeah, um, real interesting stuff. Uh, you can catch that on the podcast page. 402-464-5685, the Honda Flickin' Hotline, the Sarr-Hammond text line. Both those open for you guys the rest of the way here. Um, we got a good show for you. If you're listening to us, it's because you're on the app, you're on the stream, you're on the Outlaw Channel 951, uh, wherever you may be listening to us from, we appreciate it, as uh, the Royals are currently on the FM dial, but uh, nowhere else, so we're on the stream, we're on the app, we're on the website, we're on everywhere except 93.7 FM, the dial, Yes. Yeah. so uh, we got a good show for you guys. We're going to be joined by the voice of Husker Softball, Nate Rohr, coming up in about 10, 15 minutes or so. As uh, Husker Softball, led by Rhonda Ravel, is uh, in first place, or excuse me, in second place now yes. of the Big Ten Conference, as Northwestern is now in first place of the uh, the conference standings for Big Ten Softball. But Huskers, with another 30 win season, you'll remember last year they won 40 games. Um, so, I mean, it's just a couple years of, of sustained success for husker softball so we'll talk to the voice nate Rohr of uh the husker softball team coming up in about 15 minutes or so i
1: would They're, say after a concerning start but yeah you know, it's it's they were they were putting in uh they were facing some of the, the top tier talent in the entire nation to start yeah. the season and it set them up for for where they are now they they saw what they needed to work on they realized what needed to be fixed and and they, they fixed it. I mean, they swept Indiana up in Bloomington this last weekend.
0: Well, and that's – and so, I mean, we kind of dove into it a little bit yesterday. And this is not to gripe on, like, Husker baseball because I don't think they, – they don't deserve to be griped on. Um, but when when you look at, I mean, just the differences, Husker softball, they participated in a loaded front half of their schedule, loaded yes. non-con, where they were playing top top 10 team after top 10 team. Uh, week after week in the early parts of the season. Well, Husker baseball, yes, they played Vanderbilt and Ole Miss, and that's right, but those are the only two top 50 RPI teams that they have faced off against. And I remember when we had Nate Nate on earlier at the start of the year, he was saying, like, listen, they might lose to an Oklahoma State, and they did. They might lose to uh, whoever it may be. However, now two things. It's going to boost their RPI if they're on the, the edge of a regional berth, that is. And number two, that's only going to improve their ability when they're facing the Big 10 talent because every team that they faced in the non con that was obviously ranked in the top 10 is only going to be better than Hus- or the, the teams they face uh, in the Big 10 conference slate. So unfortunately, Nate's schedule cleared up a little bit tonight because their match against Creighton was supposed to be at 6 p.m. tonight. There's severe weather. That's on the horizon for Lincoln and the surrounding areas. I mean, that's so, what they say.
1: Yeah, that's what they say. I haven't seen anything.
0: So we'll see if. So they ended up canceling uh, the Creighton game before the Blue Jays could drive on down here. Mm-hmm. So now the next time out for Husker softball is going to be on Friday when they host Wisconsin for a three game set. So we'll talk to Nate here in about Ooh, uh, 12 minutes or so. Nineties night and a scrunchie
1: giveaway. Scrunchies are big for the female scrunchies crowd. coming back. All um, Ellie wear scrunchies? She has them. She doesn't wear them. No, just she ponytails. She's a big pony okay. girl. Are um, you are you, you can get a free general admission ticket with a football spring game ticket on Saturday?
0: Good, because, I mean, you'll remember last year during for Nebraska's spring game, there was a Husker, a big Husker baseball game. I want to say they played Michigan yes. uh, last year during the spring game, or maybe it was two years ago at this mo at this point. Um, But it was it, like they they were advertising it as, hey, go to the spring game and then walk on over. To Haymarket Park and go to the baseball game. So I'm glad they're doing that
1: this year. Just with uh, Husker softball, as baseball Ooh. is going to be on the road in Iowa City. The 23rd on Sunday. I might have to go as a fan at least to get in the door. Do a visor giveaway. Big visor guy. I love visors. I don't own any, but I just
0: I just love them. I think love the way they look. I think it'd be tough. So I don't obviously don't have long flowing hair. Yeah. Um, I think if I grew my hair I think, out, it'd look a lot. I was gonna say, I think you need to have long, flowing hair to to pull off a visor. What about
1: flowing, I just get poofy. Well, yeah, yours is curly and I poofy. Think it'd look great, and then then they have then they travel to Northwestern the weekend after. Yeah, who is so first a great, in the conference? Yeah, it's a great uh great two two weekend stretch for Nebraska softball to cement themselves um into uh, NCAA tournament possibly wait, get themselves ready for wait, uh, the big 10 tournament
0: byron says the baseball series was rutgers and we got that was the series that they got oh. swept
1: oh that's
0: right byron thank you thank you i don't know why i thought it was michigan maybe i to miss thinking but byron thank you so it was rutgers and uh yeah that was a, yeah, that wasn't that a good people, time people wanted to forget about that was one that people wanted to forget yeah because so. it was a
1: weird weekend because it was two-hand touch football and nebraska baseball gets swept by Rutgers. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So
0: it's uh funny. once again, four zero two, four six four, five six eight five the Honda Lick Hotline, the starter Heyman Text line. So Nate will come on here and Nate Rohr, that is, will come on the show here in about 10 minutes or so and and give us the lowdown on Husker softball as they are, I mean, knock on wood here, that uh they are heading towards another postseason berth. Yes. Um, and some some success in a in a in a conference tournament. So while what we're gonna do here for the last, you know seven minutes of this segment or so is Husker basketball um, before we fully dive into football tomorrow and Friday Husker basketball if you missed out on the announcement the Siena transfer Javian McCollum we talked to Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska about him uh, deeply on Monday he has made his decision he is going to join uh, Oklahoma the Sooners he was down to Oklahoma, Nebraska, and maybe South Florida. I guess was listed as a third school, but not really. A weird so, third school. so Javian McCollum, a guy who uh, played had a had a heck of a year for Siena last year, picks the Sooners and former assistant Armon Gates and Doc Sadler oh, yeah, over Fred Hoiberg. So yeah, people forget that Armon Gates. Uh, who left Nebraska at the end of t- uh, 2021 mm-hmm. was at Oregon last year and then now leaves Dana Altman's uh, staff, goes to Oklahoma to join Porter Mosier and uh,
1: former Husker assistant Doc Sadler as yep. well. JVN McCullum, the 6'2 guard out of Fort Myers, Florida last season, played in 27 games, played a lot of minutes, 30.8 30. minutes averaged mm-hmm. per game. Uh, shot 43 percent from the field, 36 percent from three, uh, averaged 16 points, four assists, and uh, one steal a game. Yeah. So uh, Javon McCollum, who
0: who may have been the the better point guard, the truer point guard out of all the targets that Nebraska is is pursuing, he ends up picking the the Sooners after he visited Nebraska last weekend. So what does that mean for the Huskers? That I mean, now you would you would assume. They're going to turn their full attention to Latrell Wrightsell Jr. They're going to turn their their full attention to uh, Hunter Harris. Salas if they haven't already. And I'm blanking on the third name. Um, was there oh, a third name? There, there is a third name. Um, let me pull up the text message yeah, here. Go ahead. Because so, and, and I can't what, think of the and third what, name. What I you're know getting, that... what you're getting out of,
1: uh,
0: maybe McCollum was. I think McCollum McCollum was the third third name. So now, now you go to Latrell Wright cell and Hunter Salas. Yeah.
1: And you have three scholarships to fill with the transfer of Karan McPherson. Yep. Yep. You're absolutely right. So you're, you're, you're losing a guard. You're looking at two other guards who are from the state of Nebraska. Mm -hmm. One is probably at least at this point in his career, more of a score than the other. The other's uh, a lockdown defender of sorts, maybe not a, he's i think he's listed as a point guard maybe not a true point guard neither one of them really are um but but one is more of a scorer one is more of a defender so unless you believe that you have that true point guard to run your offense already on your roster maybe that's something that they're still looking for maybe they're looking to go with another big to to pair with the three that they already have i mean it's there there are multiple ways that you can go about this you have three scholarships so if you do end up getting the two um local guys or guys with local ties you still got another one to fill well, so
0: another guy that they could add, um, to fill that third spot, if they choose to be full at, at the end of this transfer period is 2023 guard, Brady Dunlap, who officially visited Nebraska over, uh, the, the span of last weekend as well. And you, you're sitting there going, all right, a high school guy, 2023 guy, w- why is he still available? Um, it's because he was at Notre. He was a Notre Dame signee mm-hmm. up until Mike Bray decided to leave. Mike Bray ends up joining the Atlanta Hawks. By the way, in the NBA, Mike oh. Bray is uh, going to join the Atlanta Hawks coaching staff. Interesting. But now Brady Dunlap got, gets released from his national letter of intent to Notre Dame and ha- needs to find a new home. And so it's down to five schools: North Carolina, Villanova, Saint John's, Penn State, and the Huskers are are in for Brady Dunlap services, the 2023 guard. Um, once again, Brady Dunlap, and he who officially visited Lincoln last weekend, he said that he'll go back to his home in in uh, Los Angeles after this weekend and say uh, he's going to put five teams on a whiteboard. Like I said, UNC, Villanova, St. John's with Rick Pitino as their new head coach, Penn State with the uh, former VCU, Mike Rhodes as their new head coach. And uh, Nebraska and Fred Hoiberg will also be on that whiteboard. And in a in an interview with with Steve, our friend of the show, uh, said, "quote We'll talk about pros and cons of each college and make the decision that I feel is best for me. I'll get ready to go to war for a role on a team." Uh, Dunlap told Inside Nebraska on Monday. So he uh, in, in Steve's write up, he says this just a little bit of a snippet from it. It hasn't been a smooth recruitment for Dunlap, who possesses elite length for a guard at six foot eight. Dunlap originally, Dunlap originally committed to Mike Bray in Notre Dame, but when Bray announced he'd be stepping down, Dunlap decided to reopen his recruitment. Uh, Ernie Ziegler is Dunlap's lead recruiter in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said that he's the biggest, I mean, he's the reason that Nebraska's back into it. Dunlap said this of Nebraska, I think it's trending in the right direction. And I love what coach Hoyberg is doing and I love the system he runs. It fits my game almost perfectly Hoiberg was a shooter himself. He's a great guy. I love coach Ernie and the rest of the staff. They've been great to me and very loyal throughout the entire thing. Um, Has Nebraska just gone go.
1: full in on tall guards now? Yeah, because must what, be before the guards that they were getting when they first got here, six, one, six, two, six, three, somewhere around there, you know, regular point guard height or at least, you know, traditional point guard height somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, they, they had. Uh, Sam Griesel, who's 6'6. They have Romel Lloyd Jr. on this on the roster who's 6'6. Brady Dunlap is six six seven, six eight. Like yeah, those are some massive guards and mismatch nightmares. Fearson, guard from
0: New York, who hasn't been able, I mean, he redshirted one year and then just got banged up and, and got injured out for the year. Hasn't been able to find the find the hardwood. Um, ends up entering the transfer portal yesterday afternoon. So um, Nebraska is going to have to move on without him, and, and they have three scholarship openings now left on their roster. Okay. So Husker softball, they were supposed to play Creighton tonight. They're not going to, they have a weekend series coming up against Wisconsin. The Husker softball team currently sits, I believe at 30 and 13 on the year. If I, if I remember correctly, um, I'm pulling up their schedule as I said, we I just had it 30 and 13. Yeah. They're 10 and four in the conference. They've won four games. And uh, like I said, they have a, a series against Wisconsin, the Badgers, coming up this weekend. We talk to the voice of Husker softball, Nate Roar, coming up next. I'll take it.